Wake up. Wake up. You ready to get funky? Christine, we can we can put her back in the studio like we did yesterday if you want. <laughs> you know, uh, Christine, uh, how are you feeling today? Ooh, take me now. Yeah, oh. nope, that hmm. was, nope. Sorry, that was weird. I don't know why she's saying that. That yeah, is weird. Is that to Steve or my me? I don't know who it was. You think it was to you? I think it was probably to me. Yeah. You think it was you? Is it yeah. was it to Steve? Turn me on. Okay. All right. <laughs> sorry, sorry. I'm just I. Weird, he's married. It's weird that you'd want to hook up with Steve. I know, Steve. Right? That's... that's so exciting. Okay, that is right. exciting when All you're right. married and you hook up with someone else. That's uh, inappropriate, though. <laughs> I wonder what she would even really do with you if you guys were alone in their like a room together. Tickle their fanny. I okay. Oh, she tickled my fanny. That's weird. The show has begun, and I've already lost ten dollars today, Steve. Oh, cryptocurrency. Nope, oh. you because of you. Oh, yeah. All right. So uh, I made a bet with Alicia. She's my uh, first wife, and uh, she loves it when I call her that. Yeah. Yeah. That's what it's <laughs> uh, I I, made, I bet her ten bucks. I was like, Steve is going to cancel our manscaping day today. Man, manscaping is when two men escape away from their people and just hang out as bros or groom each other. Either or. Don't think that's accurate. <laughs> that's creepy. That'd be weird. If it was called that, that would be weird. Uh, so uh, I, I told Alicia, I'm like, Steve's going to cancel. Something's going to come up. He's got kids. I do have children. Yeah, so that's going to be it. Because Steve and I are going to hang out today. We're going to hang out at my house, but I've got a little TV set up in the basement. Steve's going to come. I'm going to rent. It's 29 bucks I checked last night. Oof. Well, that's all right, buddy. We don't hang out enough. And plus, you're bringing M&M's. I am bringing M&M's. So that's the most... I'll bring the 30-pound bag of (laughs) M&M's to compensate for the price of the movie. (laughs) You know I need it, which is why I have a weight problem. (laughs) We're going to actually see Space Jam today, and I'm super excited. No. No. I was like, wait, what? No. (laughs) Space Jam. Steve's going to review it uh, later. No, we're we're not going to see Space Jam. We're not going to see some movie called Escape Room. We're finally going to see Black Widow, which people are loving. Yeah. Scarlett Johansson, I've been saving this for the day you and I watched the movie. She was on, like, uh, back at the end of June. She was on Good Morning America. I think it's bittersweet. You know, I've had an incredible decade working with my Marvel family. I'm going to, you know, miss not seeing them every 18 months or two years. Like, those kind of milestones I always really look forward to. But, you know, I feel really proud of this film, and I think it's great to go out on a high note. And, um, you know, this movie is so different from any other Marvel film that we've done so far. So, like I said, it's bittersweet. That's Scarlett Johansson talking about Black Widow, which many of you have seen, I'm sure. I haven't found a person yet that didn't like it. Not a challenge, by the way. I just haven't. But Steve and I are going to watch it today. We're going to make sure that we're spaced apart from each other. Why's that? Because of the hotness of Scarlett Johansson. <laughs> okay, yes, then put a put a buffer between me and you. <laughs> I, I don't want you getting all handsy thinking you're sitting next to your wife because you see Scarlett Johansson on the big screen. Right. <laughs> she is, uh, I absolutely love her. I yes, just, I, I just, I, I, I want to be her seventh husband. <laughs> I really do. She's married to Colin Yoist. Oh, yeah, I knew that. From SNL, from mm-hmm. uh, news, the news desk, right? Lucky dude. Yeah, uh, well, maybe... You say that, but you never know. Maybe behind closed doors, she's not uh, as much fun as, uh, you know, we think. Eh. And by fun, I don't mean inappropriately even. I just mean like hanging out, you know? She seems really nice and She cool. seems like a good person, but, yeah. you know, so does Christine. Yeah, <laughs> and then behind the scenes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Christine actually is a great. So Christine and I talked last night. Christine's not here today. Uh, she's under the weather. She'll be back Monday. The last time I was on the air talking about somebody being sick or feeling under the weather, it was Connie, which, yep. you know, so I want to clarify Christine went to a doctor right away. She just has a cold. 
ish, but they gave her some pills and whatnot, and uh, she's popping them. And we chatted last night, and she was <laughs> every cough and every uh, twenty seconds. Right. It would have been absolutely miserable. And frankly, she's like fish. She's I, this is a true conversation from last night, Christine and I. Fish, if you're telling me you're not comfortable with me in the studio. <laughs> I will stay home. I'm like, Christine, I know what you're trying to do, and I'm not going to say that. Right. How do you feel? And she's like, I'm fine. Because she is like this, too. I'm fine. I'm like, coffee. Christine, you're coughing every 20 seconds. You sound like crap. Right. I'll reach out to Wendy, and we'll have Wendy come in. She's like, are you saying you're not comfortable? She kept saying it. It was very nice of her to say that, but it was very odd. It's also implying that, hey... I secretly don't want to come in. So yeah. just say you're not comfortable. Say you're not comfortable so I can blame you. Right? Fish wasn't comfortable. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, right. Uh, so Wendy's going to hang out with us later. If you didn't get a chance to uh, hear Wendy at all on the air before, you'll love Wendy. She's cool. She's a really, really great friend of the show. We're going to have her in here in about 30 minutes. Steve, you're going to be reviewing the movies. You're going to do Space Jam and Escape Room. I'm excited to hear about Space Jam because I imagine it's going to be a flop, but I don't know for sure. So. We will find out. They're both sequels, actually. Escape Room is a sequel? Yeah, it came out in 2019. It was the original. This one's Escape Room Tournament of Champions, and then technically the name for Space Jam is Space Jam A New Legacy. Oh, yeah. Space Jam The Final Legacy. I know, right? Yeah. If it's a, if it's a tank. <laughs> Space Jam, we killed the franchise. Yeah. Space Jam, it's over, but Bugs still lives. <laughs> All right. We'll get those movie reviews from Steve in a little bit. Wendy will join us here in just a few. Christine is not here today. She's a little bit under the weather, so she'll be back on Monday. She and I talked last night. She's like, I don't feel good. So I'm like, okay, well, then let's just have Wendy come back in. Wendy's going to be here in about the next 15 minutes. Wendy is, uh, does the webpage here for the station behind the scenes. She does all the websites for our company, actually, mm-hmm. and uh, well, this branch of it. And anyway, Wendy does the websites for the company, and uh, it was great. We had a fun time with her yesterday. She's a good friend to Steve and I for many years. So let's talk about today's text question of the day. Let's. Today for the text question of the day, it's a flashback Friday. I actually, honest to God, would have been ecstatically excited if Christine were not out sick today that she wouldn't be here. Because this could have been interesting. Because I think her answer would have been, I can't think of anything. (laughs) I think so, too. I don't think she's that narcissistic, (laughs) but still. Uh, What is the most annoying thing about you? Is a flashback Friday from March 5th of 2019. So... I'll just write down know-it-all for you, Steve. Well, no. My answer is just that I, I'm I'm right all the time. So sometimes that gets annoying to people when they whenever anything comes up and I give my opinion on it and it turns out that I'm correct. Is there anything else annoying about you other than the fact that you're always correct? Uh, maybe that I'm so humble about being correct. Humbly correct? Is uh-huh. there anything else other than... <laughs> like, can you think of... Like, is there something else that's really annoying about you? Like, currently, like a new freshie. Like, for example, with me... I am starting to tune out Alicia when she talks about horses. Yeah. So yesterday, we were having a conversation, and uh, I was talking about, she was asking how it went with Wendy, who filled in for Christine yesterday, Mm -hmm. because Christine's under the weather. And uh, I was like, oh, it went great, and we were talking about stuff, and I was telling her a little bit about what happened at work yesterday after the show stopped. And she's like, oh, I've got to tell you about Shotzi Pants. Shotzi is the name of the horse. She calls him Shotzi okay. Pants or whatever, <laughs> whatever she calls the horse. It's Shotzi Pants. I've got to tell you. So I'm riding, the, and I'm like, and she kicks into this story. Oh, no, yesterday she volunteered helping the kids. Yeah. She does this thing with kids and whatever. So she's helping these kids, and she starts telling me this story about these kids that she really liked that she was working with yesterday. She volunteered, and horses. And I'm like, you know what is great about this story? And she's like, what? I'm like, that I, A, didn't ask to hear it. And B, yeah, I was like, no, what is it? Oh, my buddy does it to me all the time. You remember when I asked you to tell me all about your story before I finished my work story? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and she's like, I know, I'm sorry. I just get so excited about horses. But I have that. What's one of the most annoying things about me is I have the habit of telling too many details in a story go ahead and say that I'm correct because I know that probably drives you nuts as well. Yeah, you're correct, but I mean, I'll do that too. My stories end up being a little long-winded and you've uh, 
made fun of me on several occasions when I tell a story here on the air, and then you're like, ah, 20 minutes ago he started that one. Yeah, it was <laughs> Connie. Uh, we lost Connie earlier to, can uh, to cancer earlier this year. And Connie used to get on me all the time. Bravity fish, bravity, right. bravity. And I'm like, <laughs> but when I'm off the air, like, and, and you, it's not you don't you don't want to know. You didn't ask me, hey, what did you do last week? I just start telling you. Yeah, so yeah. Pretty much every time I see you when we first walk into the building, I get a little spiel about your day previously without asking. <laughs> You're welcome. Yeah. You're welcome. <laughs> By the but way, you always stop and ask how me and my wife are doing. Of course. I, mm -hmm. I'm tired of asking about your kids. Me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just you. It's all about you and your wife now. I definitely have to do that. But, you know, I could totally kill this whole segment right now. Just in the set. Just all I got to do is go. We're doing the text question of the day. Please message in via the app, whatever. Flashback Friday for March 5th of 2019. What's the most annoying thing about you? And we're talking right now about how uh, I do have the habit of doing that. Mm-hmm. And uh, basically just word vomiting my week or weekend to you or whatever, right? Right. It's super simple for me to ruin this conversation because I can just say, well, my person that I used to say that to is Connie and she passed away earlier this year. So I'm sorry that I count on you like that, Steve. Yeah. You you ruined it. Did I do? It's, it's, it's over now. Did I make it awkward? Yeah. Okay, that's enough. We're going to pull the plug on this bit. Wendy is filling in for Christine, who's under the weather. Uh, <laughs> she is not feeling well, and uh, Wendy's going to be hanging out with us today. Wendy does the behind the scenes, the website. We have to talk more about this in a little bit, but did we get a winner for that scavenger hunt yet? As far as I know, no. Okay, there is a scavenger hunt going on. If you want those AJR tickets, we're going to give some away before you can buy them at 720. However... On the website, you can look through all Mix957GR.com or the app, mm -hmm. and you can try and find those tickets. Ira the Weatherman has never met Wendy. When Good morning, Wendy. Good morning, Ira. So Ira the Weatherman Welcome is- Welcome to the show. Yeah. Well, Ira, you are- The number one show in Detroit, Michigan. Uh, well, or, or just Michigan, well, Grand Rapids. Rapids. Yeah, well, and Detroit, though, because we have the app. Everybody listens. Everybody well, knows. I like Detroit Tigers. You like the Tigers? Me too. That's right. Ira is a weatherman. He is uh, 77 trombones old. Oh. And he is from uh, the Bronx, and he lives on the, what, 15th floor? I live on the 21st floor. 21st floor of his place where he does the weather. Now, Ira, Christine is under the weather, and you said you had an idea for her how she could feel better. Some uh, little tip. Well, I would say take some tea with lemon, take some vitamin C's. Vitamin C's? Yes. So wait, you're, you're, for colds. your tip take, for her to feel better, Ira, is tea and vitamin C? That's right. Or take a little bit of a scotch and a soda. There we go. Because <laughs> uh, I'm like, you, off the air, you and I were having a conversation. Christine, under the weather, I was like, I got tips for her. I'm like, okay, I thought it was going to be some old family remedy. And uh, take some nose drops. Nose drops? You mean like New York? Yes, that clears up the colds. The, the, the colds? Yeah, and that's, well, that's if she's got a cold. Steve's starting a rumor that she's got something else, and we're just waiting for penicillin to kick in. Right? <laughs> yeah. I don't even well, want to. She's going to feel well, well um, by next week, we hope. Oh, she'll be back on Monday. Will you, would you kiss Christine if she had a cold on the mouth? Uh, yes, I would. That Aww, is very that's nice so of you. sweet. Ira is a lover, Wendy. He is. All right, Ira, how's the weather looking? Well, the weather looks uh, pretty good. Uh, right now, precipitation, 6%. Humidity is very, very sticky, 97%. There we go. And the wind is three miles per hour. Right now, on the most cloudy skies, 63 degrees, going up to 75 degrees, with a chance of rain later. Tomorrow, 82 degrees. And Sunday... Hot fun in the summertime. Hey, hey, hey. Hot fun in the summertime. 87 degrees. 87 degrees. Nice. 
You heard it on Mix 95.7 with Fish, Wendy, Steve, and Ira the Weatherman. All right. Thank you, Thank you, Ira. Ira. You have a wonderful day. That is Ira the Weatherman, Wendy. Ira is a treat. Yes, he is. I love me some Ira. He just found us online and he started calling in, and we have some mutual friends in radio. They told them about me. I love him. So, yeah, I love me some Ira. Okay, Steve, it's Friday. It is. Wendy is in studio filling in for Christine. Christine is under the weather. Yes. So, Wendy is here. Uh, are you a movie person? You and I talk a lot yeah. about TV, but are you a movie person? More TV than movies. Like, Steve and I later are going to go see the movie. Black- well, he's going to come over and we're going to watch it in my house. Black Widow, mm-hmm. right? And uh, that's I have no desire to see the movies you're reviewing today at all. No, even though you can see one for free on HBO Max. Oh, the Space Jam? Yeah, Space Jam's <gasps> out in theaters you and can? on HBO Max, yeah. I'm, I'm pretty sure it's free. I'm not 100% sure, but it is out on HBO Max today as well. Wait, are you excited for that then? I loved the original Space Jam. Oh. Well, let me disappoint you. <laughs> Here we go. Let's all go to the movies. Let's all go to the movies. Let's all go to the movies. And here is your host, Dave. Today we're checking out two brand new movies out in theaters, and we're kicking it off with Escape Room Tournament of Champions. Escape Room Tournament of Champions is the sequel to the box office psychological thriller from 2019. The survivors from the first film are back and ready to fight for their lives all over again. Welcome to Minos Escape Room. No, no, no. What's happening, kid? You guys have played the game before? So what is this? Like a tournament of champions? Oh my gosh, you totally said the movie title. We all know how this works. We solve the puzzles or we die. Six people have to work together to stay alive and escape from a psychopath trying to kill them in very elaborate ways. Escape Room Tournament of Champions isn't getting great reviews with Rotten Tomatoes scoring at a 44% and Metacritic only giving it a 47 out of 100. You can see Escape Room Tournament of Champions in theaters right now. The big movie this weekend is the much anticipated sequel to the 90s classic Space Jam A New Legacy. What is this? Ah! I'm a cartoon? What's up, Doc? What's up indeed, Doc? What'd you do to my son? Where's Doc? The only way you're getting your son back is if you and I play a little basketball. Pete, send this clown to the rejects. Wait! In the movie, LeBron James gets sucked into a cartoon world and has to win a basketball game to get his son back. I need to assemble an elite team to help get my son back. I know what you're looking for. A dream team. Man, shoot the ball. Let's try that again. But just like the first movie, his teammates aren't the best. And he doesn't have Michael Jordan. Space Jam A New Legacy is getting pretty bad reviews, with Rotten Tomatoes giving it a score of 38% and Metacritic on the same page with a 38 out of 100. You can see Space Jam A New Legacy in theaters or streaming at home on HBO Max. And that's what's playing at the movies. You just learned about the movies. You just learned about the movies. You just learned about the movies. Don't you wish you were me. He's that's Steve. Steve. You didn't turn my mic back on. I'm Steve. Oh, sorry, Steve. I was <laughs> so enamored with Wendy's face. Uh, Wendy had that, hey, boy, oh. Debbie Downer face. Yeah, the movie, is, everybody's saying it's a crap show. Oh, that makes me sad. Well, give it a shot. You yeah. never know. It's free, right? Do you have yeah. HBO Max? Mm-hmm. Have you seen Flight Attendant yet? Yes. Okay, so you've, you've covered that. Yes. Have you seen The Game of Thrones? Yes. Have you rewatched the last season? Oh, God. No. Steve loved that so season. So garbage. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, there you go. Maybe you get a shot, you go see Black Widow this weekend. If, you get a, if you're comfortable and you can go to theater, support your local theater. Wendy, I've got some knowledge I've got. I've got some knowledge I want to impart on you right now. Uh, where are we going to get knowledge from today? Um, let's go with my glasses. Wendy's glasses. <laughs> like on your face. Yeah. Okay. I learned something today. Every time I learn something new, it pushes some old stuff out of my brain. I'm learning. What did you learn? Ah, knowledge. Knowledge can be acquired from many different things, including and not limited to Wendy's glasses. Wendy's glasses are on the counter, and you have a desire to gain some more knowledge, and you know Wendy's glasses have much of it. So you pick them up and you look for the knowledge, and you cannot see the knowledge, but you do see a smudge. So you blow on Wendy's glasses. The smudge does not go away. So you get your tongue 
to lick the smudge okay. off of Wendy's glasses, the knowledge from her glasses. Oh, by the way, you just set those down and don't clean them either. That's funny. <laughs> anyway, the knowledge from the smudge on Wendy's glasses goes down your throat, does a 180-degree turn past your eye socket in your brain, thus providing knowledge from Wendy's glasses. From my glasses. Mm-hmm. That's weird. Uh, long before Kraft Macaroni and Cheese Ice Cream, by the way, which sold out right away, the only way you can get some is to play their online game. Uh, the long before Kraft Macaroni and Cheese Ice Cream, there was cookie dough ice cream, right? Yeah. It was created by Ben and Jerry's in 1984. They originally sold it at a shop in Vermont. Then in 91, they started selling it via the pint. Oh. Huh. Snoop Dogg and the late Nate Dogg are actually cousins. And no, dog is not the family's real last name. Yeah, yeah, that would have been cool. No one knows if Andrew Jackson was born in North Carolina or South Carolina. He claimed South Carolina, but it may have been for political reasons. There's evidence that suggests it was actually North Carolina, and that's Andrew Jackson. I don't know why you would lie about that. And maybe because of the Democrat Republican, the parties, or I don't, I don't know. Uh, the same enzyme that makes apples and potatoes turn brown is also responsible for tanning in humans. Okay. So if your apples or your potatoes turn brown, they're tanning. They're tanning. Yeah, Aww. it's the same enzyme. I mean, it's still gross. Yeah. And bad, but still. <laughs> and finally, Nimrod. Is Nimrod an inappropriate word? I wouldn't say inappropriate. It's just not a like, nice thing to call Why are you being a Nimrod? That type of thing. Mm-hmm. Nimrod actually only became another word for idiot because of Bugs Bunny. I don't know if you knew this or not. He called them a FUD, a Nimrod. But Nimrod is a biblical character, actually, who's referred to as a mighty hunter. Really? Yeah. So the word Nimrod is actually a biblical character who's referred to as a mighty hunter. And since Elmer Fudd was a bad hunter, Bugs used it ironically. Huh. There you go. That's actually really interesting. Yeah. Again, the word Nimrod means mighty hunter, but Bugs used it ironically, and it became a word for idiot. And now you have learned. Do you have a girl crush on Taylor Swift, Wendy? I do. Do you really? Yeah, kind of. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay, because Steve. I do too. I have a big girl crush on her. Yeah. (laughs) She's his number one. Steve and I met her the same night. Yes, we did. Oh, excuse me. Let me pick this up for you both as you're dropping names. (laughs) Mm -hmm. She got to witness uh, my wife's earrings getting tangled with uh, Taylor Swift's earrings when they hugged. Yep. And I was like, I wish you guys would stay tangled forever. (laughs) (laughs) Is that true? Yeah. Yeah. That is amazing. (laughs) Let's peep what's totes trending. Totes trending. Okay, let's talk about what's trending here in our world. I, I, I don't understand and I call me Smurfy, but and I always have been. I don't understand the desire to steal from other people. Okay. Now these guys went to the extreme when it comes to Miko's hot chicken. Okay. So these guys, it's a Houston restaurant called Miko's Hot Chicken. Okay. They didn't realize that the establishment is cashless. Like I don't know about you guys. Like Wendy, do you have a purse or something? Like no. That? How much cash do you carry on you? Zero. Yeah. Steve? I only use cash to buy marijuana. Okay. Makes sense. Because you can't buy it with yeah. a credit card. But other than that, if you could, you wouldn't have cash. Correct. Okay. I have no cash on me either. It's it, which is interesting, like when people come up and they're like, hey, can I have a dollar or whatever? It's right. Like, Sorry, bro. And then they whip, but they're like, well, I'm kind of down on my luck, but I have Apple Pay if you want to just give me (laughs) Wait a minute. (laughs) Uh, That's kind of weird. But anyway, these guys target a Houston restaurant. They didn't realize the establishment was cashless. They ended up stealing some electronics and more specifically, lemonade. We know our lemonade is very popular, but we were kind of surprised to see that that was the target. We decided back then that we were not going to be another food truck getting robbed. So ever since then, we've been cashless, and it's, 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 been, it's been great. Yeah, that's great, but they stole all their lemonade. Hmm. Like, don't that's steal crazy. The, like, you are a, like, okay, look, you're a thief. I don't get you. I don't understand it, whatever. You're a boosh. If you go in there, I mean, you want to take a couple lemonades to go. Sure. sure. <laughs> yeah, but like you're gonna take all, all their the lemonade. 
What kind of? What are you going to do with all that? That's what I was going to say. What are you going to do? Sell it? Set up a lemonade stand? I know. Yeah. (laughs) The next day, right next to the food truck, there's a lemonade stand. That would be amazing. (laughs) Call it like hot lemonade because they stole it. (laughs) The hot lemonade. You might want to look that up. All right. Let's move on to uh, another conversation here about the Australian Prime Minister. Are you Are you familiar with Scott Morrison, guys? Yeah. He's the Prime Minister of Australia. Okay. Ew, hot lemonade is a thing. But anyway, moving on. Okay. <laughs> is it really? Yeah, it's real gross, too. Okay, don't, don't Google hot lemonade. Okay, sorry. Ew, really? Yeah, it's real okay, gross. Yeah, okay, okay, let's stop I that. can't even say a word okay. of it. Okay. Is there any other sources for it? No, I don't want to know. Okay. <laughs> All right. The Australian Prime Minister. The Australian Prime Minister, his name is Scott Morrison. He decided to squash some rumors, claiming that he had defecated in his pants at a McDonald's in 1997. <laughs> I found the whole thing incredibly amusing. <laughs> and we've always joked about it uh, amongst our team here as I've driven past it on occasion. No. And I say, do you want to pop in for a big Mac? <laughs> it is absolute and total rubbish. Now, can you imagine that? Like, apparently, they are saying there is rumors from years and years ago, back in 97, he attended a rug- rugby match and he did a twosie in his pants. And he is now the Prime Minister of Australia. So he went on a radio show that was called uh, Kyle and Jackie O. And he's like, I need to clear this up. I did not do a choosy in me pants. Put a shrimp in the barbie, if you will. I, and I'm wondering, no, I'm not going to ask you guys. Wendy's like, are you about to ask me if I've a... Uh, no. But ha- no. I'm wondering if you have ever been in that situation where you almost made it to the restroom and you were in... So, yeah, I am about to ask that. Yeah, it's like you're, you're literally asking I, that right now. Yeah, I'm wondering, like, it's just like a, just a yes or no. We can't get too into the conversation. We don't want to go down a, a, a dirty road. Uh, but uh, I'm wondering if you've ever been in that situation where you almost make it to the public restroom and then you don't. I don't believe so. You have not. No. I have not. Five bucks says he has. I've told this story in great detail on the show a few times have you oh is this a, is this gonna be at one of your edm festivals no this was uh when i was sick driving home from uh me and my wife went up to uh traverse city oh, for the weekend yeah, and yeah. i got sick while i was up there and we were drinking the night before and i was driving home and there was no rest stops within a long period of time and i, I, I not remember that story steve because it's gross. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Blocked then, it from your memory. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And then he's walking back into the in the house. Oh it's, god. No. Okay. Sorry. Too much. All right. <laughs> Apparently the squish was a bad idea. Sorry about that. All right. We're gonna talk about your numb butt here in just a second on Mix ninety five seven. <laughs> Wendy's in studio today. She's filling in for Christine. We were talking about the text question of the day earlier. Now, Steve and I, right when it came out of the gate. Steve's was, he's know-it-all, or what What was your answer for this question, Steve? A flashback Friday from March 5th of 2019. What's Mine the, is just that I was right all the time. What's the most annoying thing about yeah. it? That I'm right all the time, he says. He's mm-hmm. know-it-all. Right. Right. But then we got deeper into it, and we both, uh, you said that you kind of jumped on this pooty as well, because my answer was like, I tend to overtell people stuff. Yeah. And, and Steve and Wendy are my people. Mm-hmm. So it's actually ironic that you're <laughs> both here. Like, I'll, I'll be like... You know, I, I don't think Wendy's ever had to say to me, how was your weekend? No. Nope. No, but I've asked you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and that's what Steve pointed out later. Like, because that's the worst is people that, like, are always telling you stuff and then they, you know, they, they don't ask about you. Right. Oh, I hate that. So, Wendy, you said, uh, to, what's the most annoying thing about you? Your answer was? Uh, my conflict avoidance. But, which is funny because she says this to her boyfriend, who's basically her husband, Chris. Yep. They've been together what, 12 years, coming up on 12 years. Yeah. So she says that to Chris, right? And what he's thinking is, yeah, that's true. I can say what I want to say right now, and I'm, she can't get into a fight, or I'll say, hey, conflict avoidance. Right. Because he said there was something else that's annoying about you. Yes. He said that the most annoying thing about me is that I tend to listen to the same songs on repeat, like over oh, and God. over and over again. Ugh. Ugh. And I do. You want those. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we call them a Connie. <laughs> <laughs> Connie, uh, obviously, of Connie and Fish, who we uh, lost earlier this year to cancer. It's been a little over six months now. Uh, the, the most notorious Connie story when it comes to listening to songs on repeat over and over again. Steve, do you know which one that is? 
So Connie and I are on a road trip because you asked. Kirsten, this is my <laughs> annoying thing. <laughs> we were on a road trip, and this song is hot at the time. It's a band called Hanson singing a song called the Mbop, in case you didn't know. And she played this from Omaha, Nebraska, which is where we started, <laughs> all the way to Florida. Almost the entire drive. <laughs> it was just repeat, repeat. You repeat loved it. Is what she says. <laughs> I loved Connie's laugh. I loved when Connie was happy. I want you to think about. So you're you're like Connie this way, Wendy. You would this nonstop. Yep. Is this one of those songs for you? No. Not oh. even at the time. Oh, probably at the time. Yeah. Oh, I can hear it. It's like I can hear it in my brain. The chorus plays, and I can just hear Connie singing and laughing. <laughs> I don't know. I just I feel like I can hear her doing it almost like. Uh, okay, I did that. Don't freak out. Everybody else is like, oh my god, I heard her. I heard her laughing. I heard her. Okay, text and message via the app. What's the most annoying thing about you? Let's talk about your bots. All right. Okay. So my friends, I'm Dr. Fish. I'm here to ask you about your booty. Mm-hmm. Do you suffer? Now let's go. Did did you suffer from dead butt syndrome this past year? I don't think. What is dead butt syndrome? If I was going to put money on it, Wendy is here filling in for Christine. Put money on the butt. If I was going to put money on the butt, butts between your butts. Mm-hmm. If I was put money between <laughs> Steve's butt and Wendy's butt, and then take a picture. Yeah, if I was going to do that, I would put money on Wendy's butt. And I'm going to tell for dead butt syndrome. I'm going to tell you why. Uh, It's basically, and this is actually a legitimate thing. Now, obviously, if you're thinking about what I'm thinking about what dead butt syndrome is, Wendy being more logical based on her job, again, Christine, now sick, Mm -hmm. you're knowing it's going to have to do with sitting on your butt a lot, lot, right? Yeah. Dead butt. Could you rub my butt? I sat on it so much, it's a little sore. Okay. Dead butt syndrome is an informal term doctors use when patients experience pain, numbness, or tingling in their butt from sitting too much. Wendy is a computer person. She does the station's website. She does all this stuff. Mm -hmm. She sits a lot. Have you experienced dead butt syndrome? Yes. You have? Oh, yeah. See? Told you. At the beginning of of working from home, I was sitting on like a kitchen chair. I didn't have an actual office chair. Okay. And that was not good. I had a lot of dead butt syndrome. You had a lot of it? <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's, that's a legitimate term now. Yeah. Dead butt syndrome, again, is doctors use it. Patients experience pain, numbness, or ting- tingling <laughs> in their butt. And it's from uh, a lot of people are getting it from, again, because of the pandemic. Steve, have you experienced dead butt syndrome? Maybe like just once. I I wish I could have experienced it more often, but during the uh, pandemic, I was going on walks and taking Charlotte to the park daily, and you was just always got active. More exercise during the pandemic, probably. Oh yeah, I was. I mean, I was averaging anywhere between like ten thousand and fifteen thousand steps a day for the uh, or yeah, steps a day for the. Most of the pandemic, now I'm back down to like three thousand. Oh, there you go. Good job. <laughs> uh, okay. Wendy, dead butt syndrome. Numbness, tingling. What do you do to get rid of dead butt syndrome? Slap it. No. Yes. Oh. <laughs> get up and walk around, I guess. Is the best thing to yeah. some people call it DBS, by the way. Dead butt syndrome is when you experience numbness, pain, or tingling in the butt. All right. You butt don't slap it, twerk it, pop lock no. and drop it. No, you Aww. don't you don't do any of that. Doctors have seen it more during the pandemic. Uh, it's again a formal diagnosis. This is legit. If you have a doctor friend, tell him you got the DBS. I can't believe people went to the doctor for it. Well, yeah, because you're wondering why your butt's tingling. I just knew. Did it. you know? Oh, you knew right away that your butt fell asleep. <laughs> like, I, I have experienced like I've gotten dead butt syndrome, but like I used to ride a bike a lot, and I think I was doing it wrong, and then uh, so above my butt I got that tailbone, and I got like pain in the bone. So you're a pain I think in that, the bone. You're, yeah, you're a pain. <laughs> you're a pain in the bone. Why are you? You have six things you want to say, and you're afraid to say them all. I'm, you got that look on I'm your face. I'm just really confused. Did you put the bike seat on the bike? 
Like why? Why? What? How, how yes. are you getting the pain from the bike seat? I'm yes, confused. I ride my Was bike. Was it a banana seat? I ride my bike without a bike seat. Yes, <laughs> it's better for your back. No, I was riding so much because I was living in downtown Minneapolis, and you know, there was bike trails, bike paths everywhere. Yeah. And Alicia got me a bike, and I was doing something wrong, and my back, uh, my tailbone would hurt. But I was so I wouldn't get DBS, which is when your butt falls asleep and gets the tingles. But I get about. But they make a cream for that too for bike riders. A butt cream? Yeah. Look it up. Google it. It's legit. <laughs> and it's called the butt cream or something. I hope that is the name. Yeah. We're talking about DBS, dead butt syndrome. I mean, uh, all I see is the thing I get for the kids, which was uh, the butt paste diaper rash ointment. Is that what you were using? <laughs> no. Look up. <laughs> look up. It was, it was Connie of Connie and Fisher we lost earlier this year. Got, a, got me for a gift. It was a, You could blow on it and it would tingle. I don't think that's what it was meant yeah. for. It was no. kill, it was kill your uh, butt tingles. It was uh, the the name of the company wasn't they abbreviated it though, and you blow on it and it get warm. I remember it. The Connie bought me a bottle of it. It was kill your something. I can't remember. Oh, what they, it was a, a KY brand. Yeah, it was that stuff. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. For yeah. butt tingles. <laughs> it's a true story. Today's text question of the day is a flashback Friday from March fifth of twenty nineteen. What's the most annoying thing about you? You are non-confrontational. Yes. So if you were married, Wendy, and you had a kid, which you don't have kids, but you're basically married to Chris, who you've been with almost 12 years, you would not be good at fighting about that type of thing? No. Even in your household? Probably not. Well, this is going to be interesting. O-M-G. What? L-O-L. When you text me that, I said, Rando, texto, message via Apo, free download and Apo Storo. Wendy O. Next weekend, this is today's Rando Texto. Next weekend, we are traveling to Florida for four days, and my 16-year-old daughter has her cheer practice week that following week. She says we can leave her home while we go out of town so she doesn't miss anything and fall behind. She's a responsible young lady, and I trust my daughter, but she also has a boyfriend, which worries me. Don't get me wrong, we like him, but let's be honest, they're teenagers. Considering how far away we will be, what do or what would you do? Any other parents been in this situation? Steve will be in about 13 years. Right. Right. Yeah. Okay, Steve, what do you do in this situation? You have a daughter who you trust. She has cheer practice, which means I'm assuming she has to go, right? She doesn't want to miss the cheer yep. practice. You're going to be gone for four days. I mean... 16. Yeah. I See, the thing is, is that my parents trusted me, too, and, like, I didn't throw parties i just did really nerdy things so i would trust her like when, when my parents would go out of town instead of throwing a big party i would invite all my friends over and they'd bring their computers and we'd make a land and play computer games and then we'd barbecue a bunch and cook and stuff and man i just don't understand how your parents could have trusted you and wouldn't be worried i know meanwhile my brother though on the other hand threw big parties oh so you had the, the brother would it would be the one that maybe but did they trust him uh, they didn't by the end. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Wendy, we got a rando text though, again from a member of the Click of Six. Daughter is 16. She and her husband are leaving town. Four days, going to Florida. She wants to stay home for cheer practice, so she, you know, there needs to. Right. Uh, she has a boyfriend. Mm-hmm. What would you do? You were a 16-year-old girl at one point. I was a 16-year-old girl at one point, and uh, much like Steve... My parents trusted me. You had Dungeons and Dragons. I did not have Dungeons and Dragons <laughs> yeah, you parties. You just played Dungeons and Dragons. No, my parents actually left the country. Oh wow! And left me. Oh wow! Home. Yeah. Damn. For like a couple weeks. Really? Yeah. And what'd you do? Uh, continued to go to school. Got strep throat and was homesick. Oh wow! Like three days. <laughs> that sounds party <laughs> terrible. Right? Oh man, click a six. We need your help on this one. I uh, my parents trusted me as well. That's kind of funny. All three of us had that situation. Your parents didn't know you very well, did they? No, they didn't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I uh, I reconnected with. I, I will never forget, and I have to be very careful here. But uh, my friend Mike Opdyke, Wendy, he was my. Uh, it's funny whenever you talk about your friends from back in the day, you always say the first name. You have and to last say their name. last name, yeah. Mike Opdyke and I were besties, and he, he crashed for a couple days, stayed at my place. Mm -hmm. Then I had an uh, old friend of mine that I reconnected with named Tanya Sherman, oh. who had never hung out on a waterbed. So oh. uh, we had fun. That was a cool time. Like, we just all hung out and uh, played Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> of course. 
Yeah, that's what everybody does. Mm-hmm. Tanya's naughty. All right, Tanya, what do you think about this? 16-year-old, uh, f- she's got to stay home for cheer practice for four days. Mom and dad are going to Florida, so they are out of state. Yep. What do you think? Would I... you do it? Okay, well, I'm driving to work right now, but um, uh, they're they're teenagers. Obviously, they know boyfriend and girlfriend. They let them hang out. Yep. If she's worried about them having sex. <laughs> they've already done it. <laughs> or, okay. I mean, wow. You, you, well, you give. Okay, wait, Tanya. You, Tanya, I gotta put you on hold. Not hold, but hold on a sec. Balloon animals is what we call it. Balloon. <laughs> No, I'm that's sorry. okay. That's okay. That's okay. Um, so you're so you're saying the uh, daughter's already been to the circus, in your opinion? Yeah, I'm sure. And it, they only need five seconds. Okay. To have- <laughs> Tanya. <laughs> Tanya. Do you have kids? I said balloon animals. No, I know you did. I don't think we need to just put a ticker on it with a time clock. I mean, so, we're I not mean, running at the Olympics her, here. If she trusts her. I mean, maybe they have neighbors. I mean, I don't know. I would think that it would be okay. Do you have kids, Tanya? I have three boys. Okay, so your boys would be the boyfriend. Is your is it by chance possible? Now, we always make everybody anonymous with the rando texto. Is it possible yep. that this 16-year-old girl who's going to be home alone for four days if mom and dad go to Florida, but mom's freaked out about it. Yep. Uh, because she's got cheer practice. Is it possible that she is dating one of your sons? <laughs> no. Okay. No. Oh, okay. Are you sure? Because I feel like uh, you gave great advice to your kids. No, no. I'm I'm uh, quite a little bit older than that. My youngest is 28, oh, and okay. he's in Vegas. So no, it's not them. Okay. Okay. Cool. I just wanted to double check. Thank you very much, Tanya. Okay. Click a six. Do you agree with Tanya? Call now. OMG. What? L O L. When you text me that, I said, oh well. Man. Rando, texto, message via Apple, free download and Apple Starro. Wendy, uh. Today's Rando texto. Next weekend, we are traveling to Florida for four days, and my 16 year old daughter has her cheer practice week that following week. She says we can leave her home while we go out of town so she doesn't miss anything and fall behind. She's a responsible young lady, and I trust my daughter, but she also has a boyfriend, which worries me. Don't get me wrong, we like him, but let's be honest, they're teenagers. Considering how far away we will be, what would you do? Any other parents been in this situation? So I've actually got a former cheerleader on the phone with us. We're going to talk to her here in a sec, but... So... My first wife, Alicia, is on the phone with us. Hey, Alicia, how you doing? Hi, good, how are you? Good. Okay, it's your uh, birthday, by the way, on Sunday. Don't forget. It is, and I'm wondering what my first husband's going to do for it. Yeah, I know, all right? Uh, he's going to have to do something because he's being reminded all week long that it's a birthday week. <laughs> all right, so, Alicia, we had somebody call. Like, here's the deal. Uh, in terms of being left home alone by your parents at the age of 16, Steve was left home alone, no problem. He'd have friends over and they'd play Dungeons and Dragons, right? Right. Uh, now, on the flip, Wendy, when you were left home alone for how long? It was a couple weeks. And your parents what? left? Yeah, they left the country. <laughs> no. Yeah. Yeah. She got left home alone and then you did, you got strep throat. I got strep throat. <laughs> yeah. She didn't really do anything. I got left home alone, and I know you know this story, Alicia. I got left home alone, and my friend Mike Opdyke and Tanya Sherman came over, and we all hung out. Uh-huh. Poor fishy. Yeah. I got that. So, <laughs> would, were you ever left home alone by your parents? Yep. Did you say no? Like, yeah, no. My parents wouldn't let us. Like, we – so, I kind of grew up in a pretty traditional, like, family. Like, there was not – like, in the sense that my mom was very, like, conservative, and no. Like, we were not left home alone. Like, there was – it was weird. I wish he would have left more. <laughs> okay, so you actually wish she wasn't there at all. Like, more, well, yeah, not a- like I can remember saying to her when I was younger, I'm like, Mom, can you just go away? I mean, it was a good problem to have, but I'm like, no, you don't need to be here so much. Okay, and would you, uh, would you trust your, if uh, let's say you and I, let's say I got you plump with baby, you pop out a kid, it's oh, six, 16 years after she's born, and it's our daughter, would you trust her home alone for the weekend? Heck no. No, I absolutely would not. So you're on the fence. 
Nope, not on the fence. Okay, what do you think about Norm, our neighbor, Norm and Renee? I tried to get Norm, uh, so no offense, Alicia, I settled for you. I tried, oh, well, I tried, tried to get Norm, but he's sensitive about going on the air ever since his basement's getting redone. And this is not a weird term, uh, <laughs> Wendy, because of his stuff or something. That's his actual basement. Uh, but uh, what do you think about Norm and Renee with their daughter, their beautiful daughter Lauren at sixteen? They would her? never allow it. No, you don't think well, so. Actually, you know what? I think Renee would allow it, but I don't think Norm would. Yeah, Norm's too protective. Renee's a little bit more progressive, right? Exactly. Okay, so the, you again, though, no way you would allow it whatsoever. See, I would have no problem with it. Yeah, I don't care about leaving our 16-year-old home alone. I mean, it's no, 16. No, I think teenagers. Go ahead. <laughs> okay, you never stop. You're good. You think teenagers what? I, no, I think teenagers at that point, like, they're still kind of kids. Like, they should be forced to have to sneak around to, like, mess around with whatever they're doing. Like, they don't need to, like, openly do it. So, I'm like, nope, we're good. Well, you're not leaving the you're not leaving the kid home alone, Alicia, and, like, inviting the guy to stay there with her. <laughs> Yeah, but you know it's going to happen. It's going to happen anyway, though. Like Tanya said earlier, it's going to happen anyway. Well, you know, find a different location, like every other teenager. Oh, oh. <laughs> you would be the best parent ever. Hold on. <laughs> Alicia, I want you to say hi to Luke real quick. Hey, Luke, how you doing? Good, Fish. How about you? Good. Luke, how old are you now? I am 17. You are 17. So if Alicia was, uh, if you, are you dating anybody, Luke? Are you single? Single for life. Okay, sing, oh. uh, so far. single for life. So uh, Alicia is saying if she had a daughter and you were dating her daughter, she wouldn't leave the daughter home alone for four days to go to Florida like this rando texto. What do you think, Luke? Well, I mean, first I'd put cameras around so I could see if people were coming in. Okay, so you want to watch um, stuff, okay. But if I were dating someone and their parents, left for four weeks or however long four days yeah um i just be respectful and not go over because like the parents aren't home see that's how i would that's what i would tell the parents as well <laughs> tell them oh. yeah. i wouldn't necessarily do that my friend but that's what i would do let's peep what's totes trending totes trending okay we're gonna get to uh shark attacks here in just a sec but first I got to talk about don't, don't, don't punch the gator. (laughs) Okay. Seriously. This 32-year-old guy named Bubba from Florida did like a, it's almost like a scene from Happy Gilmore. Give me my ball. Give it here. Pop it up. I swear to God, I'll rip it out of you. Give me the, give me the ball, alligator. That's uh, Happy Gilmore when Adam Sandler, you know, Bob Barker, golf, alligator, punch, punch, right? Yep. Well, 32-year-old Bubba from Florida got arrested yesterday after he stole a small alligator, and then he was seen fighting it on the street. (laughs) What? Police said, "Uh, what are you doing, bro? And he's like, yo, chill, just trying to teach the gator a lesson. He actually said, quote, he was trying to teach it a lesson. He didn't say, yo, chill out and all that stuff. But he was trying to teach it a lesson. Don't punch a gator. Don't punch a gator. And don't steal a gator. Like, we, I lived, uh, Connie, we lost Connie earlier this year to cancer. And uh, Connie and I lived in Jackson, Mississippi. And she told this story many times. She was terrified. We had a dog named Allie that we got at the Humane Society. And she was terrified that an alligator was going to get into her backyard and eat Allie. And I'm like, you have a fence, you're fine. And then she did a ton of research to prove that they dig under fences. And I'm like, Allie's not that special. That a gator's gonna, like, it's not that big of a deal. Like, you're, because there's a reservoir in Jackson, Mississippi near where we lived. And I just, no, no. So, like, don't punch a gator. I, I can't think of an animal that you should punch. No. I mean, if a kangaroo punches you, I think you should be able to punch back. Don't you think? Do you yeah. Think? No, just run. Yeah. No, but if a kangaroo punched you, Mm -hmm. could you punch back? Is that ethical? No. I'm just thought that just hit my head. You think it's bad? Yeah. Because that's just an instinct thing for the kangaroo. I mean, is it really, though? I mean, 
Maybe you have a really punchable face, but yeah, that's true. You specifically, fish. She's talking. About. I know, right? She literally just pointed at me. Right. When is Christine coming back? <laughs> Wendy, I thought you were gonna be nice. Uh, okay, let's talk about the shark world. Okay, so stop the show. There's a new thing going on, and you need to know this right now, so you don't offend sharks. Okay, before I tell you what it is, I'm going to tell you how to survive a shark attack. If for some reason you're in one of the wonderful lakes surrounding the state of Michigan or in Minnesota, in one of the lakes over there, or possibly in that one lake in Ohio, (laughs) wherever you are, if there is a shark, first off, that's weird. But in honor of Shark Week being this week, here are five tips on how to survive a shark attack. First tip, don't panic. It's easier said than done, but you're not supposed to panic. Okay. Make eye contact and be assertive. So look at that shark, Wendy, and be assertive. No. (laughs) Bad shark. Naughty. Uh, If a shark attacks, fight back. It's okay to punch the shark. That sounds weird, (laughs) but I'm just telling you, if a shark attacks you, you are allowed to fight back. It's actually okay to punch the shark. I feel like punch the shark is something else, too. I'm sure it is. I'm sure it is, <laughs> I actually was just waiting for him to tell me what it was. I figured it was already... Uh, yeah, by the way, uh, if you punch the shark, uh, go for the eyes, nose. No, Get I mean, there's punch pills. the clown, punch the starfish, punch, nope, punch the good. ice bag, punch good. the pie. Nope, we're good, we're good. Yeah, I've almost put you in the can for the first time. <laughs> Assess your injuries if attacked by a shark and swim to shore and get help. There you go. That's how to, obviously, and, and just try and avoid sharks. Now let's talk about what's going on with the whole shark thing. So apparently, this is true. Shark advocates are asking that violent shark attacks now be rebranded as shark interactions. Uh, Oh. Yeah, this is like, these guys are damn near close to the weirdness of PETA. Remember back in the day where PETA would just do, say weird things, I think, for attention? Like, I understand the ethical treatment of animals, don't get me wrong. I don't want to make anybody mad, but I'm just saying they would just do weird stuff. And you'd be like, what? Well, shark advocates are saying it's a shark interaction. Oh. So if you are attacked by a shark, Wendy, you are supposed to say, I have interacted with the shark. Interacted with the shark. Yeah, the sharks can't speak for themselves, and let's face it, it's their water. So what else? Yeah. Yeah, where else could they go? Thus the interaction. They're defending themselves. And the advocacy group actually has released a bunch of uh, stuff about it, but here you go. At the Shark Lovers Institution of America, we've officially rebranded shark attacks as shark interactions. That being said, if at some point you've had your leg bitten off by a shark, we're now calling that donating your meat to a shark's mealtime. Good for you. Did a shark take down your boat? Not anymore. That's been rebranded as Splashy Splash Fun Time with Shark Shark. (laughs) Thank you for your new mindset on these cuddly, fun, and never dangerous friends of the ocean. Hey, look, that one's smiling at you with all its teeth. Aww. See? Aww, Splashy Splash. (laughs) Splashy 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 Fun fun time. Time. Uh, Steve, uh, you were in Office, right? You watched the show The Office. Yeah, I, I didn't ever like get super into it, but I've probably seen half the episodes. Okay, now you, Wendy, were in Office. Like you've seen them all. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I've seen all of them. Okay, so the show The Office is one of those shows that you like, you love it or hate it, right? You just it's like it was like Seinfeld, though. I mean, it was a beast. The Office, you know, obviously Steve Carell was in there, and then, yep. uh, but it's based off of Ricky Gervais guy from uh, England wrote that show and they did it in England first. Mm-hmm. Well, there was a point where Steve Carell's gonna leave and they're gonna bring somebody new in, right? Right. And they bring in James Spader, yeah. who I thought did a, a good job. I was I did not really watch that show, but I love James Spader, so I'm a little biased. Right. There's someone I love even more than James Spader and he actually was supposed to come on The Office and he got a payoff to not go on the show. He got a payoff. Like, this is just straight up like, Hey, I want to do this. No, you don't do this. You're gonna get hooked up. Do you guys want? Do you want to guess who it is? I know who it is, so I can't guess. Okay. Robert De Niro. No, not Robert De Niro. How do you know who it is? I just found out about it today. I read about it last night. 
<laughs> so if you're familiar with the show The Sopranos. <gasps> yeah. James Gandolfini? Yeah. James Gandolfini used to be on it. And last night, a couple of his old co-stars were talking about him. You know, they, they talked about having Gandolfini at one point. Before James Spader and after Carell, they offered Jim, I want to say, $4 million to play him for the season. And HBO paid him $3 million not to do it. That's oh. a fact. That's a fact. That's a fact. Seriously, can you believe that? They got, he got $3 million bucks to not do something. Oh, know, my right? gosh. Like, hey, okay, now, mind you, if it would be good, he obviously was like, I don't know if I want to. I know he's not Marlon Brando. That's how he talks. Yeah, yeah I don't know if I want to. Well, not anymore. He passed yeah, away. Right. I know, but that's how he talks. Yeah, you know, his son is playing him in the prequel. Yeah. That's why they look so much alike. You told me that. No. Well, Dill, you didn't read that out the night before on the internet? <laughs> well, I probably read it on the internet, too. Oh, uh, okay. The internet ruins everything. It ruins everything. Here's a little office nug for you and Sopranos nug at the same time. Text question of the day today is going to be in about 15 minutes here. Flashback Friday from March 5th of 2019. What's the most annoying thing about you? Wendy, what would somebody in your family say is the most annoying thing about you? I don't mean to put you on the spot, or are you perfect in their eyes? Oh, no, I am not perfect in their eyes. Probably the fact that I refuse to get married and have kids. Is that really, like, straight yeah. up? But you've been with this guy, Chris, for almost 12 years. Yeah. It's not like he's going anywhere. No. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if this is too personal. If it is, I'm sorry. But do you have, like, one of those uh, contracts or something, a will or something? No. We've talked about it. Oof, you should definitely do that. <laughs> should, or at least make sure everything's in your name. Right. Just yeah, I'm just looking like out for a everything, friend. including all of his stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> except, except for the bills, the big bills. Yeah, you except don't for the, the bills. Yeah. You don't want the big bills in his name. Do you guys have, you guys live together in sin? Yes, we do. <laughs> we do. It's true, it's true. Mm-hmm. Steve, you lived with Brittany in sin. I lived with I Alicia did. in sin. Alicia lived with many, many men before me. <laughs> many, many men? Yeah, many men. Many hundreds of men. Okay. Uh, but we have one of those A-L-E-X-A, Alexa. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we, I, I try not to say it too much because I don't want somebody else's device to turn on, but we have one of those. Do you have one of those? Yeah. Uh, Steve, you have one? Yes, I do. Okay, so I, back in 2019, you could pay a fee to your A-L-E, uh, Alexa device. I'll just go, I'm just going to say yeah, it. Yeah, just say it. Uh, for $4.99. And you could get uh, Samuel L. Jackson, I don't know if you guys remember this, to do be the voice. All of a sudden, he's the voice. I right? had completely forgotten about that. Yeah, well, they've added two more, and this is legit, this is real. Shaquille O'Neal and Melissa McCarthy are now the voices huh. on there as well. So, Melissa McCarthy said, that's right, folks. Get ready for the vocal stylings of this nasally Midwestern gal. I'm so excited to, to join the Alexa family. It's been such a fun experience working on this project. I hope you all enjoy my dad jokes. Fun fact, oh. if you hear a, a slide whistle, it's my personal one I brought in to the recording studio. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty amazing. I love her. And Shaquille O'Neal, who, you know, is buying Papa John's. He's a, I got a friend who works with a company, and he's part of that company. He's everywhere, right? I mean, the guy doesn't sleep. Shaquille O'Neal's in there as well. Here's the legitimate promo. This is real for Shaquille and Alexa. What can I do? Let me tell you. Drop the beat. Ask me for the weather, got the forecast on lock. And if you need a timer, I'll set the shot clock. Workouts and music, sports scores and plays. I'm like a skydraper, got stories for days. I could switch on the lights like they're so enchanted. Recipe for shack and cheese, wish granted. You want to hear me tell some jokes, you know I'm up for the task. Same as everything else, all you got to do is ask. Yo, Shaq rap, and you'll see what I can do. I'm Shaq, it's so nice to meet you. What do you think? You like? Is it kind of glorious? Or, yeah. Wendy, you made the bathroom face. <laughs> I thought I thought for sure I was going to be firing that afterwards, Steve. But she had the bathroom face. <laughs> you know when someone does something or says something and it's supposed to be funny or cool and you're like, no, you're not, just, yeah. uh, no. Shaq is not who I would have gone with. Who would you have gone with? Morgan Freeman. I'm Morgan Freeman. <laughs> that I would pay five bucks. Yeah, for that. I would. I would pay twenty bucks for that. I would pay for Morgan Freeman. <laughs> yes. I, I'm sure they've hit him up. They have to have. I'm all about Morgan Freeman. Mm-hmm. I, I there used to be a guy I know that could do. Uh, my buddies worked with him, and he could do Morgan Freeman's voice identical. Yep. Ooh. Like it was Steve. You've heard him before. Mm-hmm, I have. Like it's un unreal. Steve, who's your voice going to be on Alexa if it's not Shaq, Melissa McCarthy, or? Samuel L. Jackson. I'm going to go with Cartman. 
And I hope he says really horrible things that are inappropriate. Oh, my God. I would do more. I could do Carmen for you if you want me to, like, call your house and <laughs> say inappropriate things sometimes. Sure. I'll I just mean, have you call randomly, put you on speakerphone. You can talk inappropriately yeah, to my children. I think it would be, be a great Doesn't idea. Doesn't he do that anyway? Yeah. <laughs> Steve, put me on your phone with your daughter. Yeah. Uh, by the way, Wendy, check this out. This is not the real Morgan Freeman. Hello, I'm Morgan Freeman. I endorse gas station jerky. Mmm. Just thinking about that greasy jug of meat sticks resting between the take-a-penny dish and big lighter display makes my mouth water. My favorite flavor is brown. My second favorite flavor is brown with little pieces of mold. And here's a fun game. After choosing your gas station jerky, cover the wrapper and try to guess the expiration date. Here's a hint. You can't go wrong with 1998. And don't forget, if you can't finish your jerky, stick it in your pocket to use as a shiv in your next bar fight. There you it's go. like a knife, only tasty. I'm Morgan Freeman, and I endorse gas station jerky. How great that is that? That is so good. <laughs> it's amazing. Are you ready for the text question of the day? Yes. Today's text question of the day is a flashback Friday, Wendy, from March 5th of 2019. What's the most annoying thing about you? You said earlier that your non-spouse, but dude of almost 12 years, Chris, said. It's that I listen to the same song over and over and over. What's the most annoying thing about him? Oh, boy. Think about that for a sec. Okay. Steve, what's the most annoying thing about Brittany? I think that we deserve equal air time. Um, wow, okay. Horses for me. There, <laughs> It's all horses. That's all Alicia talks about. I know it's a community. I respect you guys. It's horses. Boom. I love real estate. Release is a realtor. I love talking about that stuff, brainstorming. But horses? Oof. <laughs> okay. What's the most annoying thing about Chris? Uh, the watching of videos about cars. Oh, nonstop? Nonstop. And are you watching a TV show and he's watching videos about cars? Oh, he's watching them on the TV, like on YouTube on the TV. Do you have a, do you go in the other room then? Yes. Okay, I would too. <laughs> uh, Steve, Brittany? Okay. Really? Okay. She's perfect. <laughs> she is. She kind of really is. You're really afraid, aren't you? I could tell. <laughs> I think the uh, most annoying thing, I'll answer for you, Steve. Okay. You want me to? Sure, uh, why not? Thinking about the things that uh, um, you say behind the scenes, the most annoying thing about Steve's wife, Brittany, I would say is probably that she doesn't get freaky enough. What? <laughs> the things I say behind Okay. <laughs> I'm no. kidding. I'm trying to get him in trouble. No, she gets real. No. Okay. <laughs> I'm trying to get him in trouble. We'll move on. She, he's never said that, by the way. Okay, from March 5th of 2019, what's the most annoying thing about you? Somebody said I snore bad. I finally got a sleep study done, and now I have a CPAP, which is a disease. Sleep apnea is a disease. It is. See that? Boom. Two out of three people agree. It's not. It is. It's, it's a, a disorder. Dis uh, somebody said this, speaking of disorders, I have had a social phobia disorder since I was a kid. It's pretty much annoying being an adult. It changes my personality sometimes, and a lot of people don't get it. I hate it. And then they said, LOL. Okay. I'm a judgmental bee sometimes. That's the most annoying thing about me, somebody told us. Are you a judgmental bee? Yes. <laughs> Are you? Really? Oh, I can be. Huh, we gotta get a couple drinks in here or something? <laughs> yeah. Get right. me around the right people. Oh, it's the right, oh, we're the wrong people. <laughs> Apparently so, yeah. Yeah, uh, somebody else said I'm honest. Somebody else said my mom. Somebody else said I'm incredibly passive aggressive. Uh, this one gets me big time, because uh, I think a lot of us could jump on this. March 5th of 2019, what's the most annoying thing about you? I scroll through social media while my husband talks to me. It's a bad habit. Someday I'm gonna try and stop. Do you do that? I do. Yeah, because you're all over social media. Yeah. Wendy's filling in for Christine, who's under the weather. Somebody else said, uh, I'm, a, I'm your interrupting cow. They yeah. interrupt. They interrupt all the time. Knock, knock. Who's there? Interrupting cow. Interrupting Moo. cow who? <laughs> oh. Yeah, see, that's what they meant. Yeah, me. Moo. Didn't see that coming. Uh, somebody else said, for the most annoying thing about them, my depression. Hmm. And I was like, oh, I know. That one made me sad. I was like, well, that's. I'm sorry. And then somebody said, LOL, after it. And I was like, well, why would you LOL? <laughs> I hope it made you happy. <laughs> right? Top five-ish today for the text question of the day. 
What's the most annoying thing about you? This is from March 15th of 2019. Somebody said I had a friend who would say it's how much I love books and reading. Apparently, guys, it's so bad that she has a tally list that she adds at least five new marks to every day because I'm always finding a way to talk about books. For reference, another one of my friends bought a new couch. And the first thing I said was, that looks like a good place to spend all day reading a book. <laughs> I don't personally think it's annoying, but I guess I'm annoying to at least one of my friends. Laugh face, laugh face, laugh face. <laughs> Are you a book person? I am. Are you? Yeah. Is that annoying about you? No. I think it seems smart. Yes. Makes you feel intelligent. What's the last book you read? Uh, What is the last book I read? Shame Midnight reading. Library. Midnight Library. What's that? It's a book about... Uh, death. <laughs> oh, oh! It's like uh, Connie, who we lost earlier this year to cancer. It's like Connie and the the snap and the ID channel. Yep. Yeah. But it's in a book. Yeah. Seems like it could be more scary. Personally, uh, I don't know. That was pretty good. Somebody said uh, I have I I like to find the worst joke I can find and tell my hubby a joke of the day. He secretly loves it, but acts like it's annoying. <laughs> Sure, he acts like it. Yeah, of course he does. Somebody else said, my, my husband thinks I talk uh, I talk to the TV too much. I, I've been with one of those people, like dated one of those people that talks to the TV a lot. Like, really? Why are you doing that, Steve Carell? Or like, uh, I don't know, pick any show, right? Game of Thrones. Really, Game of Thrones person? That's your aunt. Why are you doing that? <laughs> like, that's weird. That's your sister. All right, top five-ish. Let's go to number two. Text question of the day, March 5th, 2019. What's the most annoying thing about you? My wife says that I enjoy too much. Oh, wait, sorry. No, no, no. Oh, yes, this is right. Okay. Sorry, I, I messed up. My wife says that I enjoy too much time riding my motorcycle. I'm starting to think, though, the most annoying thing about me is my wife. <laughs> Which, by the way, four or five different people said that in. When we asked what's the most annoying thing about you, a lot of you brothers in pain said, my wife. She is annoying. And finally, we'll wrap it up with one from a sister with a brain. Number one. Text question of the day. What's the most annoying thing about you from March 5th of 2019? This one is from definitely not Wendy. Okay. Quote. I fart worse than a man. <laughs> That's from definitely not Wendy. It's not me. That's kind of sexist, though, isn't it? What do you mean? I mean, why? Yeah, why? why are men worse farters? I, uh, why, like, why do you assume that? You can't assume that no. it's a man. Steve, you can't assume that you can't go into Steve's produ producer booth after 40 minutes every day that he's in there. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, it smells Especially like, after pizza night. It smells like a burnt tire in there. I mean, it's some people terrible. like that smell. It smells like somebody lit a dead squirrel on fire, drove over it with a burnt tire. It's like that person that tried to cook the squirrel on their porch and burn down their apartment complex. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Mixed with taco seasoning. Ew. It's disgusting. You ready to get funky? Let me W Shaka Connie. Shaka Connie, that's all I wanna do. Wake up. 